back in like 2013 or 2012 when they introduced Christina Melodi as the mother in How I Met Your Mother, right? Yeah, I think that was 2014. Okay. That was like I don't really care. That's, yeah, it's in the past. Mm-hmm. Wasn't she supposed to have like her own spinoff show afterwards about how she met Ted? Or am I just misremembering? No, it was a different show. It wasn't supposed to star anyone from the original cast. But so was... she wasn't supposed to have her own spinoff. And I know she went on to do things like Black Mirror and Palm Springs and a bunch of movies, TV shows. So her career isn't lacking at all. I just thought that that was the continuation that the show was going to go. No, it was supposed to premiere the same year as How I Met Your Mother, though. Like, yeah. It was supposed to be called How I Met Your Dad, um, starring Greta Gerwig, Drew Tarver from Bajillion Dollar Properties, Andrew Satino from uh, Dave. And there's even like on YouTube a trailer for it. It was just no good. And so they just decided to Yeah, what it. happened was they were like, no, we're, we're not going to do it. And I tried really hard to look for the, uh, the pilot because they actually did film it and shoot it um it was leaked uh, i think like a year ago but it's not online and the but the uh so far script you know. is yeah yeah the script did you is, read the script no <laughs> i wasn't gonna put that much effort into it so it's not the same script as the one that i just watched. no because in december 2016 news broke that another spinoff how i met your father was being worked on in which April seems like the actual because it's not how i met your mom it's how i met your uh, right. mother so why wouldn't they have originally labeled it father as opposed to dad well i know that with the how i met your mother uh like the original series they would sometimes whenever it was like called how i met blank like how your mother met me or something Are you like gonna that just say h-i-m-y-m or whatever him him yes yeah i mean yeah it's probably a better way to go about it but like they would switch up the intro but here i didn't they keep the actual song from the original they kept the song they switched the artist who sang it so it's like a toned down version i guess so i'm just going to jump into my mm-hmm. review of it I wouldn't watch another episode. Okay. I watched it. You did the research, yeah. so I would have the best opinion here. I, I think it's mediocre at best. It's trying too hard at worst. It's not trying to be a carbon copy of the original, which is what I think everybody expects when they see something like this. What it's doing is it's trying too hard to be relevant. Right. What I saw was that, like, apparently it's not even a mystery of who the father is because they've already limited it down to, like, the main cast, right? That's something That's you still learn. a mystery, though. It's like if you have five suspects, it's but still But still, five like, suspects. the original ran for nine seasons. Don't you think that because it was like it could be anyone here, it feels like they're not going to be able to get as but much mileage out of it. They've used that goodwill up. They can't do that again. I don't think but so I would give it like a satisfactory six out of ten barely a passing grade sort of a chore to watch cast seems like it's still working on getting to know each other and becoming friends yeah it's not terrible there are decent things that I can talk about pretty soon but to just compare it to the original show I think then you'll get a good impression of why I'm saying what I'm saying so the first scene you get the future view right and How I Met Your Mother, it was like 2030. 2030, yeah, the two kids. You had the two kids. This time, you're seeing it from the parents' perspective. So you, in that, Right, they don't show the kids at all. They, right? they give you an ambiguously aged son. Because you don't <laughs> know, you just hear his voice, and he could be at any age. And so really what they're doing is they're giving themselves the benefit of being able to age him however right. Exactly. Because originally what they did was, I guess, use a ton of B-roll. And if you even see, like, kind of the compilation on YouTube, you see that, like, the kids got older and then they would use B-roll from earlier. So then the kids were younger. So, like, chronologically, it didn't make a lot of sense. They started this show thinking (laughs) How I Met Your Mother was going to get nine seasons or become as big as it did. It was like the friends of the early 2000s or mid-2000s. But, yeah, so in the Bob Saget role of the future is played by Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City. Mm -hmm. And she's playing the um, older version of Hilary Duff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who's Sophie. Sophie in the show is sort of the Ted of the show. She's... uh, Does she act exactly like him or... Not exactly, but 
she believes in true love, which is the element that transfers over from one character to the next. She's also a big fan of Drops of Jupiter. She's got a few character traits. Everybody <laughs> right, has right, character right. traits. Then you have Sid in this new show, who's playing sort of the martial character. Because there are two Teds. There are two Teds are two in the show. Yeah, one is Jesse, who's like cynical Ted. He no longer believes in love. He used to, but then he, he was dumped while he was uh, asking his girlfriend to marry him. <laughs> Yeah, and do you know who the girlfriend played? Yeah, only because the credits rolled and I saw Leighton Meester's name and I went back because she's in such a small part in this pilot episode that I was like, okay, so that's who that is. Yeah, a lot of people said they missed her. I I definitely missed her the first time, but then I saw her name pop up. And they also said, uh, like, in loving memory of Bob Saget, which obviously that just happened, so that makes sense. Then, so, Jesse is this Uber driver. He's playing sort of the love interest to Sophie, but the one that is still just her friend right now. They just met. He likes to just hang out with his friends. He doesn't like to go clubbing or anything. And uh, and I think he's just still hurting. because. So, of... between the two, Sophie is the more lively version, I assume? Yeah, she's actually interested in this other guy named Ian, but then he's a marine biologist who just left to go to Australia, and he's staying in Australia. So, right now, it's between kind of Jesse and Ian as far as a love triangle. But they kind of agreed at the end of this last episode that Jesse and Sophie are going to stay friends for now. (laughs) Um, Then we also get Sid, who is the marshal or the best friend to Jesse, and he is the married one who just got engaged in the first episode to Hannah. We also have a character who plays Jesse's sister, um, and she is divorced, and she is all... She's kind of just added on there. Like, she doesn't really have a purpose quite yet. She just is obsessed with asking other girls out, like Kate McKinnon. I mean, you said that... Wait, is she Kate McKinnon shows no, up No, she show? literally says, I want to go ask oh. Kate McKinnon to marry me. <laughs> I was gonna say, I've done a lot of research. I did not see that Kate McKinnon made any type of cameo. And then, finally, you have the best friend of Sophie, who is played by... And this feels sort of like a Two Broke Girls type of plot. Uh, Valentina, and they're roommates, and she has just invited this new character, Charlie, sorry, this new guy, Charlie, Charlie, um, who she's having a relationship with and is part of the royalty there. He got, as they put it, Meghan Markled because he got kicked right, out. because I about that line. Yeah. And, uh, and he, he lives with them. Um, he's probably the best of the show, honestly. He's the comic relief. He's kind of the replacement Barney. He's, he's nowhere as uh, rude or um, womanizing as Barney was, but he's kind of... Everything he says is a joke. I'm surprised to hear you say that because most of the praise has gone to Hilary Duff. People have said she's the best part of the show and that the cast... She provides the heart. Yeah, I mean... But I mean, that's that's what every main character does. So again, you're good. What is, so The good stuff? Yeah. The apartment. At the end of the first episode, we see the original apartment again. And that was the only time throughout the entire thing that I felt like, oh, there's that nostalgia. Was there, was there like a... Because there's an audience laugh track, right? Uh, yeah, I didn't really notice it, though. It wasn't, there's like, a, in there's a clap. I was just going to ask if the cl- it was... I don't clap. remember. Yeah, I have no idea. The thing about the apartment was was that, um, yeah, most people agree that was the best part of the episode. You have a lot of nostalgia. But also the fact that... It was so subtle, too. They just kind of walked in, and then they made a joke about the pre- previous married couple who used to be there. But it looked enough like the original where I was like, okay, oh, now no, I'm it, back at home. It was the original. No, obviously. And then but... they had the swords, too, right? Yes, they made a big deal about that. <laughs> well, the reason they made a big deal about it is because they didn't initially have the swords. The set went away in 2014 when the show did, but then in, they like tried to look around for the swords. They couldn't find it. They tried to go to a ton of different places to find like identicals of it. They couldn't find it. And then some a producer from the actual show during them. a producing meeting, yeah, had took them, and then he gave uh, they he lent it to them for the season. Lent it to them. Yeah. He's some finders keepers, basically. Yeah, so he <laughs> he's going to get him back. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so compared to something like Punky Brewster, which also kind of had remnants of its original thing, it's better than that. Okay. Okay? 
And but the stuff that it's trying too hard is like trying to be too 2022. The thing right. about the 2005 show was it was just kind of adults, but young adults trying to kind of grow their relationships and hang out at a bar. Right now, it's trying to compete with all those other comedies out there that are like, for instance, here, here, here we go. Okay, <laughs> I'm cool with the Uber stuff because, like, yeah, 2005 there was taxis. Now it's Uber, Tinder. Sure, they're dating through Tinder, right. but. It's called texting. Unless you're literally DMing someone for one purpose, you don't say it almost constantly. You, you use the verb texting. You don't say DMing unless it's for a date, right? Well, yeah, but they use it for not a date. <laughs> yeah, they like, I'm just going to, or I'm DMing this for a group like hangout, you know? And then this later <laughs> on, he was like, I'm going to DM. The, the, <laughs> it was just a weird way of using the word. And then they started throwing in vocab like litty titty. Oh, no, no, no. Out of date references. Simping, um, that's fire. At least when they were saying some some of those lines, it was from one specific character. And so you could confine it to one okay. guy. And if he could put, pull it off, then that's fine. But when it's like the main cast saying it, it's so forced. It, well, it's cringy too, right? Yeah, it becomes cringy and it doesn't feel authentic to the show. It just feels like it's trying to put that in there for that specific purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm into my bad at this point. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people. A lot of people have said that like the gags are just kind of lame. Like they do not work, and that a lot of the comedy just throughout the episode really was just like it, almost sophomoric in that sense, but like not funny. It's first time jitters. I get like the pilot is going to have some rough edges to it. Every pilot does, even the original would. But there are certain things that they could fix. Like, they kept on referring different characters would come in and they'd be like, I just had the best first first date. I had the best night out. I had the best whatever, right? But then we'd only get a backflash to it. We wouldn't actually see what they're... Like, don't tell us through the characters that they just had a great time. If you want the show to be enjoyable, give us us the good time and show us how great it was. Don't just show us the cliff note at the end where, like, the guy decides to go to Australia. I had the best date ever. And then they show us the part where he's dumping her. And it's like, okay. I've heard that at the end of uh, the fourth episode, because four episodes were given to critics, ten episodes were given to Why would you tell me about the fourth episode? I was just going to say... We're only talking about the two. Yeah, yeah, but... No spoilers. uh, Yeah, no spoilers. But the fact that it's supposed to... It's supposedly, like, seems like it's on the track to getting better but i do expect that by the end of the season they will have worked out or workshopped like what exactly they want to do that this is just the intro so there's but 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 there are other things so like the jfk and brooklyn bridge right we see both of them in the first episode so in the first episode of how i met your mother ted says he loves robin and that's like a big deal because it's a guy on the first date telling a girl that he loves her. And so they're all, all his friends are making fun of him, right? Right, yeah. He knows all his friends already, unlike in this. Um, but in this thing, she barely meets the guy, this Ian character. And she goes, she pulls a, <laughs> she pulls a full Ross. She goes and follows <laughs> him to an airport and asks her him to date her and give up his job. Like that he's uh, about wait, to... Within that, within that like a day? Yes, within that night, basically. Because he took the date at the at the last minute because he's he's on, on his Why way out. Why would he take the date then go to like this? Because they had pre planned the date. He went to Australia for a little while, came back, and then he has to go back to Australia. And he told her that, and she was like, "But I like you so much." So she follows him to an airport, and the JFK set was just bad. Like it didn't look real, or well, yeah, it's clearly a set because okay, so COVID exists. It's twenty twenty two. We're two years into it. If you're trying to make any sort of show and you're just going to ignore it at this point, it's just going to look fake. Like, I know it'll date it in the future. Oh, because of the amount of people that were on set? Well, no one wears a mask throughout this entire thing. 
okay, fine. But when you're going to an airport to confront someone and there's like five people in that whole entire airport and you're only seeing like this small little view, I know when you're checking your bag in because I've been there recently, how busy that place is, how enormous that place is. And th this set just looked bad for it. It looks cheap. And then they decide, okay, well, we're going to try to one-up it even further and go to the Brooklyn Bridge. And they use a set for that too. Like, yeah, they showed the walkway where you have the line, but the background just looks completely fake. It looks like they're in front was of a green it, screen. Uh, I was going to ask if it was green screen. They shot it in Los Angeles and then used a lot of sound stages. But uh, why... <laughs> Why give us the Brooklyn Bridge and not show us the Brooklyn Bridge and then talk about the Brooklyn Bridge so much? It didn't, I, it upset me in that, like, we're, again, in 2022, you'd think that they could use a drone, use well, anything. But, yeah, so no mass. The sets were way too small to make it look anything realistic. There's no bridge construction going on because whenever you go on the Brooklyn Bridge, there's usually a ton of people, which there weren't. And it was it wasn't even that late at night. They had literally just come from the airport. And so it must have been like nine or ten. In fact, I feel like it would be almost more busy if it was at nine or ten at night. On and that Brooklyn just upset bridge. me at the end. But it was just so unrealistic. The second episode got a little better because all it did was center around a club called FOMO Club. And there were some funny puns about like the FOMO Club in Soho. Um, and, and then they also had a bunch of uh, puns on Jason Momoa. Sophie had this whole, like, on-running joke with Ian with Jason Momoa. It doesn't matter. The point is, like, the show's okay. It's just not great. And I I walked in there being like, okay, is this going to be the next Young Sheldon? Is it going to take mm -hmm. off like that? Is it going to be the next Frasier? The one that, like, a spinoff of a classic sitcom that's just That turned into well. a classic, basically. I don't know if Young Sheldon would be considered a classic, but it's definitely successful. Or is it going to be that 80s show? Mm. It's not that 80s show. But neither is it the other two. It could easily get canceled at the first season. And I, I predict that the way that they're setting up the father figure is the longer the seasons go, the more seasons they get, the further they're going to drift away from it being um, Jesse. If it ends in one season, Jesse will be the father. If it ends in five seasons, Sid will be the father, <laughs> even though that he's about to get engaged to someone else. Well, I, like it's just going to go further and further, crazier and crazier. Like Charlie might be season three, season two might be Ian. Like it's just, it, you know how it drifts. Speaking of all of that, there's eight people that had most be kind of like the relationships really fall on high. I met your mother. Uh, can you name like any of them? Do you remember them at all? Probably if you were to like name them. Okay, yeah, I can give you some hints. In season one, there was the the woman that like he was I remember this, the Buttercup lady in from I think that was like Marshall's wedding or something. Or that, maybe that was the season sec two. second season wedding. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. There was also uh, that '70s show, season four. You don't remember Donna from that '70s show, season four? I remember. Karen? I remember that uh, the Scrubs lady showed up. Sarah Chalk. <laughs> yeah, because she was a, a bigger part of it. Uh, that was Stella. And then, uh, but there was Karen, and then there was, all, there was one of the main characters. I'm sure he had, like, a ton of relationships, so what's the point? Whoever it's going to be is going to depend on when the season ends or when it gets canceled. But but the thing about those previous seasons was those, those weren't actually legitimately going to be the mother. Like, the whole idea was mapped out after season two that Robin was going to yeah. be the person. And that's another thing. So they call her Aunt Robin in the first episode, which is a funny joke for 2005 because it's like, okay, they were friends. Right, yeah. Why is she called Aunt Valentina? Like, just because you're best friends doesn't mean that you have to call them the aunt when... <laughs> it's, yeah, okay. They, that was stolen. Also, there was... Jesse, 
when he got dumped, it went viral, right? Right. On YouTube. Wait, what? Sort of how? how he fell over when he re- it was rejected. Like, he was trying to get off the sta- stage, and then he just, like, fell. Oh, that sounds, yeah, okay. Yeah, but the thing is, they are trying to make a play at Robin, who was a news reporter, and in the first episode, I think she trips or something while doing a uh, story. Like, she did those tiny little fluff pieces at the mm-hmm. end of the thing, yeah. and I remember her falling, so I think that was supposed to be, like, a callback to that. However... That makes sense for that going viral because that was back in the day when YouTube was just starting out or wasn't even existing yet. And there were a few things to make fun of. And it was like a news story. So obviously a lot of people would have seen it in New York and recognize her. It doesn't make sense that someone like Sophie would recognize Jesse based on a viral rejection clip where he just falls off the stand in this day and age. It's just it, it, there's too many of those out there. A lot of them are fake, like just a, a random YouTube video that you recognize someone from. It, it just doesn't make sense. So okay. he's not like a YouTuber. If he was like a big person on YouTube, then that would have been. It, did, do they show it on the news? Like, does it, how, how do you know that it becomes bigger? Are they just like, oh, it became viral on my phone or something? Or like, what? yeah, there's like a little flash to it. It's that's it. It's been hard to get a general consensus of what the reviews have been for this show, just because it seems like they're kind of all over the place. The critics have gave it like a mixed to negative type of thing. I think it has a 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, you have different places that, that like it. Like I think the uh, LA Times was like, oh yeah, this is actually a good show. And then the Hollywood Reporter was like, ah, no, not really. Uh, they're, missing, they're, they're missing sort of the jerk. They're not going to replace Barney. I get that because he was a jerk who also like just had a crazy life. Like his, right, yeah. They 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 delved into that in later seasons, but it was funnier when it like you had no understanding of like what his job was, but he was rich and like he would do ridiculous things and get away with it. But with this show, I guess the closest thing you have is that Charlie character who reminds me of Patrick from Coupling because he's like naive of all American style things. Uh, however, he's exceedingly rich. However, he's been cut off. And so he's just like a bunch of one-liner British humor stuff in the middle of an American TV show, which I think is actually pretty ingenious. Like, I think that that should be incorporated in more shows if they want to have like a one-off character. So I think his character alone is is okay. But combined with the rest of it, it's all kind of just mediocre meh. I mean, the creator Isaac Aptaker, by the way, um, the original creators for How I Met Your Mother were supposed to work on How I Met Your Dad, and then they ended up not working on How I Met Your Father. They are probably sick of it, because but- after nine seasons, and it's not like the last couple seasons were that liked. Well, I think that High Mayor Dad, once that was, like, taken off, they were just completely done with it. Because this took, like, five years, High Mayor Father, to actually get started. In fact, the creator, Isaac Aptaker, said the original was about a journey for Ted to meet this woman. This show is to figure out where all of these men fit into Sophie's life. Mm-hmm. And Hilary Duff was busy with that other show that we did, too. Right? The younger yeah. show? Like, I yeah. how she got cast here. I mean, the time that they started filming, like, three days in, she ended up getting COVID. So then that ended up having to, like... No, I mean, like, they wouldn't well. have been able to cast her in previous years up until now. Well, it's not only younger that she was in. She was also trying to get Lizzie McGuire, like, another... The, <laughs> the, the remake, remake done. Uh-huh. Yeah, for Disney+. Plus, and it seemed like it was going to happen at one point, and, and then they it... just went with iCarly instead? I know that's Nickelodeon. I'm making jokes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Okay, so the show hasn't been received too well. Five out of ten on IMDb. I don't even know which. I think the second episode I like more than the first. I, the Jesse character is, eh, he's too basic, I feel like. It seems Sophie's like you're saying that about a lot of the characters. Sophie and, uh, Sophie and, and Jesse are both Ted's, so that, that's, that is true. Um, Sid hasn't gotten too much of a chance to distinguish himself. He's He's kind of into the bar right now, like he owns the bar, which I know that Ted and uh, Barney wanted to do at one point. Um, yeah, I Ellen, heard that they didn't go to like McLaren's. It's just a completely different place. Yeah, which is weird because they own the 
apartment above where McLaren's was. So I wasn't sure if that the place they owned yeah, the Pendleton or it, whatever it was. Called. It was like a conscious decision for them not to show McLaren's, even though the creators hinted that there might be people from How I Met Your Mother showing up in this show yeah, soon. Yeah, it gets received well. Yeah. <laughs> But then I told you about Ellen, the sister. She feels like uh, just an extra character added on for no reason other than to just kind of confuse people for the first little bit because there's too many. Like, the original people, there was four of them, right? Sorry, there were five of them. There was, yeah. Two, three, four, five, six. There may be up to eight on this because you have Ian, Valentina, Charlie, Ellen, Jesse, Sid, Sophie, Meredith, who is playing the late Meester if she comes back. And also... She is. She is. It's and her then also role. Hannah, who's playing the engaged doctor of Sid. So there are just so many characters to throw at us in that first episode. That's why it's not trying to be a carbon copy, but maybe it's trying to be too much. That's that's where I, where I go away with this. And uh, It was a straight-to-series order, and I, I think that you're kind of echoing, echoing what a lot of people were saying. Yeah, they also made train jokes a lot because Drops of Jupiter was showed up a couple times. This shows a band. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I, it's in New York, so I wasn't They also made a subway, subway joke. There was okay, a subway yeah, joke. <laughs> that was when Charlie first tried the subway and he was disgusted by it. Some of his jokes didn't land as much because it's like, yeah, the subway's gross, but it's it's not as bad as like what they were saying. But the best part of the first two episodes was the apartment coming back. And then in the future, and this is a complaint that does transfer over to How I Met Your Mother, it doesn't really make sense why it needs to be told in this in this way. Like, other than it's just trying to be creative. Right. But it's just copying that format. That is a carbon copy thing where it's just like, okay, we're going to jump 25 years in the future and stick the same method behind it. Um, Well, we were talking about earlier the fact that you only see the mom. And that was, um, like, from the very beginning of the writing process, they were like, yeah, we're only going to show the mom. and she's making those dumb jokes like, oh, and I'm not going to leave out the juicy parts either. And you're just like, what? This is your kid. So it's not as good as, like, Bob Saget's narration was in the original? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just, because I didn't, there was really no reason for Bob Saget in the original either. That's what I'm saying. So if it wasn't a sequel to How I Met Your Father, you're saying that it probably would be canceled after the first season and even without that yeah i wouldn't be surprised unless it does something funky like stick itself in front of a live studio audience and start doing songs or whatever that undeclared or what was it called Undateable. dateable series did it's they're all obsessed with their relationships which is gets a little tiresome after a while all right but I, i'm done talking about it so thanks for listening to the episode we'll see you on the next one bye bye